What, 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 pour another shot Now what, what, shit, I'm trying to take it to the spot Welcome back to Every Comedy Ever, uh, the podcast dedicated to watching every comedic film ever made. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, LaKendra. Hola! And uh, this week, I really put her through the ringer uh, with this one. Uh, this week, we are watching one of my all-time favorite comedies. You might see a trend. Uh, we tend to just watch what I want. Uh, it is Basketball. It came out. Uh, LaKendra, what year did it come out? It came out in 1998. Think about how long ago that was. I was going to say 97, but I clearly would have been wrong. I had just graduated high school. Yeah, I was still in high school, so... So Never mind! As as a high schooler, I saw this in theaters. And so that could kind of tell you where my sense of humor was at the time. It hasn't and changed how this much. movie is. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, well, we're watching Basketball. It is uh, directed by... That's where you come I wanted in. to say Darius Rucker, but I think that's wrong. David Zucker. <laughs> David Zucker. Uh, it is directed by David Zucker, and it stars uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, most notably known as the creators of South Park. Yes, one were of my favorite movies. Were you aware of that? Yes, I was. I love, I love South so Park. So wait, wait. You like South Park the movie. I like South Park the movie. We'll have to watch. I haven't seen that movie since it was in theaters, and uh, I don't remember liking it, but maybe next you, time. Yeah, I can see you not liking South Park, honestly. Yeah, uh, it, it depends. There was an era in my life where I was like a shrewd and didn't like any raunchy comedies, uh, but I've come full circle now. and <laughs> You got some time to make up. I got some. I got some movies to catch up on. <laughs> Uh, so basketball is a sports slapstick movie. Uh, it is based around two friends played by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, that is Reamer and Cooper, as well as their friend Squeak, who they refer to as Little Bitch. Which is funny. Now I have to say, (laughs) I have to say that I, if you're familiar with South Park, you know that they kill Kenny, but did you catch Squeak's real name? Well, not the actor's name, but the character Squeak. No. It's Kenny. Is it really? Yeah, he says, uh, stop calling me Squeak. My name's Kenny. <laughs> and I, watching this movie, knowing it was the South Park guys, I thought for sure Squeak was not going to make it through the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, just starting off in the movie, I just didn't think he was going to, I didn't expect him to last as long in the movie just in general. But, you know, yeah. clearly, what do I know about these types of movies? Nothing. Yeah, he's one, he, he's one of my favorite characters. Uh, so, quick rundown of the plot. Uh, basically, sports have degenerated uh, into being something that people don't want to watch anymore because greed has taken over teams or moving cities, players are moving teams, mm-hmm. and it's all about the bottom line. And they take, uh, and the opening segment on this is one of the reasons I watch this movie so much because I love the story of how sports have degenerated into being horrible mm-hmm. uh because i could see it happening you know 
Yeah, no, I think that's like one of the parts of the movie that um, that I do appreciate because that's kind of reality. Like, I feel that way with more specifically for me with um, the NBA and the NFL, um, mm-hmm. with that part of the storyline of this movie. Yeah, and I agree. And and I'm a Seattle SuperSonics fan, as you know. Uh, and they don't exist anymore. They moved to Oklahoma, and they're the Thunder. And so the uh, and I haven't been as big of an NBA fan since they moved. Because mm-hmm. what's the point if my team's just going to go away? Right. Why invest in in caring? Right. And you're clearly not going to buy a, a new uh, wardrobe for the for the team because you're still wearing your SuperSonics gear. So uh, I'm a hardcore Sonics fan. I mean, y'all. Uh, he says hardcore. It's for real. Yeah. So after this vignette of why sports aren't popular anymore, uh, you cut to Reggie Jackson having uh, his famous three home run game. Mm-hmm. And in the stands are young Coop Cooper and Doug Sir Swish Reamer. He's not Sir Swish yet. Um, <laughs> and they are enjoying it. And this is a life changing moment for Coop as he decides in the future he's going to be a big sports star. Mm hmm. Uh, immediately after that, you cut to them as adults. Uh, Coop is peeing in a bush, and they are knocking on the door to this girl in high school's house. Well, I should say, when they went to high school with this girl, and she's throwing like a big party that they aren't invited to. Uh, everybody else that they talk to is um, wealthy and successful. One of them's training for Olympics. They call him mm-hmm. Skidmark Steve. <laughs> and uh, they go around, you know, and you pretty much realize that these guys after high school haven't changed much they even say that mm-hmm. uh they go outside and start playing basketball just to get out of that crowd you know obviously these people are not coop and reamers type uh so they go out and play basketball just kind of shooting the ball around and two jock guys you can tell were probably the popular kids in school uh ask them to challenge them to a game and they bet money that they don't have they say hey uh do you, how about we play for 20 bucks and coop says how about 50 and reamer's like well we don't have 20 bucks eh, we don't have 50 you know um or we don't have 50 bucks now nah, we don't have 20 i butchered that oh well, i'll leave it in um where was I? all right so they end up winning this bet and but part of it is is they they can't dribble they can't pass they can't dunk they're horrible and so they yeah Basically, they're just really good at shooting the ball as long as they can stand still. Mm-hmm. So they know that these guys are going to beat the pants off of them, but they come up with a game that allows them to stand still using baseball rules. Basically, uh, to simplify it, depending on where you shoot from, results in a single, double, triple, or a home run. And the way you play defense is by psyching out your opponent or mostly lobbing insults at the, insults at them. Uh, this game be uh this I, I i pause if you have nothing to say don't you don't have to i'm just I giving you a space n- to jump in <laughs> no i have nothing to say about this movie <laughs> oh god what are we doing you know how Let's i feel see. about this movie <laughs> okay so we'll get through it real quick all right so uh this game becomes hugely popular in the neighborhood they start a league and it gets noticed by a billionaire by the name of ted denslow uh ted denslow says hey you know people don't like sports anymore but if we take this sport you've invented of basketball and enforce rules that don't allow players to move teams in the city or uh, teams to switch cities uh we can actually maybe bring sports back cut to five years later it's the denslow cup which is the super bowl Mm -hmm. of uh basketball and the uh, the uh, coop and reamer play for the milwaukee beers 
and they lose the Denslow Cup because uh, Denslow, the billionaire who has started basketball, chokes on a hot dog and dies. Basically, uh, Cooper inherits the team, but in order to keep it, he has to win the Denslow Cup the following year. Uh, there's an evil owner who's basically Jerry Jones. He owns the Dallas yep. Felons, uh, and he wants to be able to make the changes that'll make him more money, but will kind of mess with the integrity of the game. Uh, so through a series of events, uh, this, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, but anyway, the Jerry the, Jones character. You talking about uh, the, the greedy dude? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll just call him Jerry Jones. He blackmails um, the basketball, excuse me, the beers, Reamer and Coop, uh, because he sets up a foundation for this dream come true foundation, which is basically wish, uh, make a wish -wish, in this fictional make a wish, uh, who Cooper is dating the the leader of this group. Um, and basically he sets it up where he has like child labor, make the beers uniforms and he ends up blaming on Coop blackmails him. So that causes them to break up Cooper driving in his car. One of my favorite scenes is driving in his car and there's a sad song on the radio playing. But it's also, it's like, you know, your best friend has turned his back. It's up to you to let them know that it was all part of some rich guy's evil plan. Look out ahead. There's a truck changing lane. You got some yellow crumbs on your upper lip. Uh, (laughs) It basically tells him exactly what's happening in his life. Uh, I really like that. He flies to Calcutta where the factory is, cleans everything up, makes it back in time for the Denslow Cup where they beat the uh, Dallas felons uh, in a dramatic fashion. Um, closed curtain. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that movie. And um, if you are a fan of every comedy ever, then you know that we recently did an episode about Dumb and Dumber. Um, this movie, to me, um, could be like the little cousin to Dumb and Dumber. The plot, everything. But I will watch Dumb and Dumber before I watch Basketball again. So I think it's between this or the 1960s version of Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho is the movie I've seen the most. Jesus. Um. And I think it's because there's just something about it when it's on TV or if I'm scrolling through Netflix, which it tends to be on Netflix a lot. And I'll just stop and say, yeah, I'll watch that. And that opening uh, segment where they talk about sports uh, degenerating always gets me hooked in. And the story moves real fast. The gags are fun. Uh, so there are a couple of things that have not aged well um, in the humor as far as our current political climate or uh, social climate, I should say. Uh, the team from San Francisco specifically uh, is not OK today. Uh, that would not fly if it were right. in the movie theaters. Agree. Uh, and also the the team from Miami, uh, even like New York, really all the cities they travel to, the teams are made up of stereotypes from those cities with the exception of Milwaukee where they're the beers. And I guess the only stereotype, and it's not really a stereotype. Milwaukee is known for beer is the only team that that doesn't have this sort of um, stigma. Yes. Negative stereotype. Yeah. Milwaukee will be, will be very proud of that. 
there is one character in the in the movie, and I think that she just confused me more than anything. Uh, Jenny McCarthy's character, she played the the uh, soon to have been widow of the the billionaire guy who bought the this whole basket. The good billionaire. Yeah, the good b- billionaire. Yes. And so it's like she was like one of the one of those damsels, those pretty women in the movie, just because you need a pretty girl in the movie, I guess. So she was one of the pretty girls in the movie, but I, I feel like the movie would have been the exact same had she not been in the movie. So what she is, is a plot device to get, and I didn't mention this in the plot summary, but she is there to get it where Denslow, not Denslow, the bad billionaire, Jerry Jones, can get his hands. He, he can get Okay, so basically... Uh, Coop will not agree to make any changes to basketball that would make the owners more money. And so the stipulation is if he doesn't win the team, if he doesn't win the Denzel Cup, the team goes to a vet who is Jenny McCarthy's character. Mm-hmm. And she is totally fine making these changes and just making as much money as possible. She's basically, uh, you know, the super hot supermodel that dates the really old billionaire in hopes of inheriting their money when they die. Oh. And I, so she's there as a way to kind of get, con- sort of to be the plot devices, why bad things will happen if they don't win the Denzel Cup. Because if she's totally fine leaving basketball how it is, then there's no story, no plot. There's no reason to worry about winning, you know? Mm, that's true. That's true. Okay, well, th- that explains her character. And then the yeah, other this is a very intellectual film. Oh, please! And, but then you have the other um, damsel in the movie. Not pardon me for using the term damsel, but you know that's what they are. Kind of um, was the lady that was the director of the the uh, faux pas make a wish foundation, and yeah, Jenna, she, Jenna. And so she ends up getting with uh, one of the dudes in the end, right? So Because they were like, as they were going through this whole process of making this sport official, and they become famous, and then this one kid, it was like, oh, my dream is just to meet Coop and to be just like them. And then they just go through this whole... What's that scene, Jeff? They were like in the hospital, and yeah. they end up basically killing some dudes. <laughs> All right, so... Uh- one of the plot lines is Coop has the hots for uh, Yasmin Bleeth, who is in this. She plays, I, I believe her name's Jenna, the leader of the Dream Come True Foundation. And there's a little boy who's a huge basketball fan that needs a liver transplant. So they go to visit him in the hospital. Well, uh, one of the things that happens is the little boy's like, Coop, if you make three home runs, I know I'll pull through. And basically, Doug Reamer sells him, you know, throws him under the bus and says, oh, this is Coop. He can totally do that. And so Coop makes two and misses the third. They go back to the hospital and the kid isn't there anymore. So they assume he's dead. Mm-hmm. And the nurse says, no, you idiots. He's over there. And they run out of the hall. And the first door they see is the morgue. And she's like, no, he's over in recovery. They go to recovery. They accidentally unplug the... Uh, thing that does the heart monitoring yep and so they think he's dying so they start uh hitting him with the defibrillator uh he asked for a scalpel and basically just it's too go much. insane trying to help the kid it that's it's, okay it's too much. that scene is a bit much no jeff the movie is a bit much no i disagree 
This movie of is fantastic. This movie is it's not so fantastic. Good. This movie is not so good. This movie is redorculous. I can understand why, like, in the late 90s, teenage males would appreciate this movie. I get it. This movie sucks. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I'd like to... Th- kind of run some scenes by you, if that's okay <laughs> already talked about the the scene in the car where uh, the radio basically narrates what's going on did, did yes. you find that humorous at all I, I found that clever i found that very clever so chuckleable even it was chuckleable it was absolutely chuckleable because when i realized what was happening i think that was actually one of the scenes that i kind of rewound a little bit because i was like is this really what's happening so i do give credit to that scene i thought that was chuckleable um there was a scene where there was like this uh then this is after they have made made it big even but i remember this big party scene outside the house i don't think it was um it wasn't the 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 party when they were in high school but this is as they are adults and maybe even before the um the game got um was made into a professional league you know the scene i'm talking about yeah i think you're talking about um when they're having the basically the neighborhood does like yes. a championship for this game, yeah, yeah. So I appreciated that because I was like, oh, look at the neighborhood coming together. It was just it, it, my thoughts about certain scenes in this movie had nothing to do with the movie. I think like yeah. because I don't think the that the intent of that scene was to um, draw emotions off of community coming together. I don't. It had nothing to do with that. It was just a scene with a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. doing some random stuff. So you looked for heart in this movie. No, I didn't look. I, I had I had to look for something. You found heart. <laughs> <laughs> I had to dig and search for something, Jeffrey. Oh. So uh, one of my fa- so you know me, I love good dialogue, good clever dialogue. And yes. One of my favorite scenes is when Squeak uh, moves into the house with Coop and Reamer, and he goes into the bedroom where he's going to be staying, and there's a couch in there. And he's like, oh, is this couch folding to a bed? And they're like, yeah, a really great bed. But that's the dog's bed. Your bed's over here. And it's a little box in the corner with a blanket in it. And Squeak goes, damn it, guys. I swear, if you rip on me 14 or 15 more times, I'm out of here. You really had this movie memorized. I, I, I love this movie. Oh, my gosh. I admit that it, it definitely there are some things that have not aged well. And, uh, you know. It's a funny thing about Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the South Park guys. They can get away with stuff that nobody else can. Yeah, like, well, yes. South Park has not taken any steps back in trying Mm-mm. to be PC. No, they and always no go one's hard. asking them to. Yep, they they, they always go hard. And yeah. you know, okay, so and I'm 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 thinking about different pieces of this movie now. Dale Earnhardt was in a senior. Was mm-hmm. in a scene in this in this movie, and I um I'm not a, a race car fan at all. But when I was younger, I always just liked Dale Earnhardt. That was, and I still know nothing much about the sport except for it's cars that go really fast in a circle. But um, mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt was just one of the one of those celebrities that I always just um uh drew towards or whatever. And so to see him in the movie was kind of cool. Yeah, and I don't know if you caught this on our review of Zombieland. Uh, but there's a, a Dale Earnhardt reference in that film. It is. Did you catch it? Oh, my gosh. I had to Google it, though, because I was like, why is he okay. doing this? 
Okay. Yeah. So in Zombie Land, uh, Tallahassee, constant. Anytime he gets a new vehicle, he paints the number three yes. on the side, which is a reference to the late great Dale Earnhardt. Um, he was great. It, 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 here's the thing, people. Jeff loves this movie. I think every scene of this movie, Jeff will call out if we allowed him the time to. But as you know, here on Every Comedy Ever, we strive to not waste your time and keep our podcast under 45 minutes whenever possible. So, Jeffrey, are you ready to know how I rate this movie? I don't consider reviewing basketball a waste of anyone's time. It's one of the most genius pieces of comedic cinema ever put to tape but i would like to know your rating okay so i'm gonna get i think everyone knows my rating this is a five for me uh if you ignore what hasn't aged well so let's let's see how far down you're gonna knock it oh boy so here's what i want from our (laughs) listening uh audience if you don't mind take to twitter take to to our gmail which jeff will uh share that information with you here shortly and i want you to go and find basketball i want you to watch the movie people i want you to give it your own review and let me know how you rate it okay all right it's a uh, 90 minute watch Listen, it will be 90 minutes that you will never get back of your life. I will not get that 90 minutes back. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted people to watch it. I do want people to watch it, but I will not get that 90 minutes of my life back. And so F- I think that everybody should join me. Um, uh, FYI, it is on Netflix as of right now while we're recording. So if you do choose to check it out, it is readily available. Go to the Netflix, folks. So without further... Thumbs up on Netflix. Without further ado... I'm giving this I'm movie a stalling? two. It's a two, Jeff. <laughs> it's a two. Ah, so, so that? that's a three and a half. <laughs> a three and a half. But let me, but let me say this because I understand how much this movie means to you. All right, I'm not gonna watch this movie ever again. I refuse to even watch it to to uh, remind myself of some things that will be worth talking about on our podcast, just because I thought the movie was just that bad. I, I watched the movie because I love Jeff as a friend. It's just one of Jeff's favorite movies. And he wanted me to watch it. I watched the movie. I think I did my friendly duty. I am not going to make you stick to a three and a half Jeff, because I'm a good friend. No, but for me, it's a two. It's a two. uh, And that's fine. That movie. Sucks. I'll be interested to see. You can uh, you can hit us up at on Twitter at every comedy ever. You can find me directly on Twitter at J Q U E A S Y. Queasy, you know. hear that, folks? Queasy. That's J-Q-Z? how that movie is. It's queasy. Uh, listen, I'll be interested to see. I, you know, I can understand that this movie is dumb to some people, and maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it just reminds me of being eighteen. And being able to buy my own rated R tickets and sitting in a theater and laughing for a full 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and I can respect that. I, I, I relate. I can relate to that. And I can understand that, Jeff. And I think that's cool. It's great. Who else likes yeah. this movie? Uh, I did ask Jason to watch it uh, from Film Soliloquy. Also, ah, so my what brother, I know likes it 
That's a good question. Scott, who does listen to the show, hit us up uh, on Twitter. You know where to find me. Let me know if this is one you... I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Uh, Maybe even saw it with me in the theater out of high school. Uh, Scott from Budget Arcade, one of the other podcasts I'm on. Um, Also, if Elliot from Budget Arcade is listening, have you seen Basketball? Uh, if not, I think you would enjoy it because we have a similar sense of humor. Wow. Wow, Elliot. I don't even know you, dude. Um, yep. I mean, hey, birds of a feather. So. Yeah. So this did not go according to plan, although this is kind of what I expected because I, full transparency, LaKendra watched this uh, like a month or two ago before we were even doing the podcast and she refused to rewatch it to do the review. Uh, just tells you how yep. much disdain she has. It's a two. Here's our new barometer. We uh, we talked about the movie The Lobster. Um, oh my! Would god. you rather watch The Lobster again or watch Basketball oh again? Oh my god, that's a horrible question to ask, Jeff. Um, now I will say that Karina, Lady K from the podcast, speak on it, watched The Lobster with me, and she refuses to even speak about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want a review. Can I request? Uh, a brief review between you and Karina on Speak On It. Just absolutely. Uh, I um, would love to hear it. I that's a movie I really have strong feelings for. Yeah, you do. Um, Not it, basketball okay. type feelings, but I would watch the lobster anyway. again. Honestly, you would. I would watch the lobster over basketball. Oh gosh! Wow. Yeah. I guess that's the new. This is the new low, everyone. And uh, I can't get any worse than this, but I'm going to try. Did Scott watch The Lobster? Um, I That wasn't the one know. that he did? No. Uh-uh. You're thinking of um, The City of Lost Children. I tried to get oh, that okay. out of my brain. I hate that movie. Now we're both in the same mood now. All right. Well. It, it's, and it's all your fault, Jeff. I, I just. Listen. All right. This has been every comedy ever. Uh, I've given you the socials uh, at every comedy ever or Gmail is every comedy ever at gmail.com. Uh, our music is by Sir Flame, who needs to watch basketball and get back to us. Uh, you can find his Don't music. Do it, Derek. You can find his music anywhere you stream music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music. Or not Apple Podcasts. What am I talking about? <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts. I got podcasts on the brain. <laughs> uh, also, his Twitter and Instagram is at Set It On Flame. Uh, definitely check out his music. It's way better than basketball, apparently. Much better than basketball. All right. Well, we will see you in two weeks' time for our next movie review. I'm not going to say what it is because we set it uh, on episode one and had to edit it all out because we had to change the plans. Or actually, we do we what we want. Black Dynamite. Just know you have a podcast in two weeks and this is going to be awesome. It's going to be better than basketball. Guaranteed. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. What, 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 what? Pour another shot. No, what, what? See, I'm trying to take you to the spot. Yeah. Turn up with the pros. Get up to the telly. 